welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a. Mr. Probs, a.k.a. Big Tasty. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship pastor, and I'm a production pastor, and these are our problems. Welcome to episode 66 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, where we aim to encourage, equip, and entertain worship and tech leaders all over the world, sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, Big Tasty? What is up, my Gingy? So, my family, we are very big fans of Hamilton. Mm. I don't know if you knew that or not. I've heard a thing or two. (laughs) Yeah. So we, they they do this thing called, there's a lottery. So right now it's in West Palm and we have been day after day after day trying to get into the lottery. We have not won yet. Come on, fam. Little sad fun fact for you. We got to get you in there, man. I have some people from our church who won in Chicago. Are you serious? Yeah. And have, have gotten to go and so Disney's making that into a movie. I know. Right. How about that? They're not going to miss their shot. <laughs> Super cool. A friend, a friend of mine from high school, we were in band together. He grew up in the same youth group that I did. Mixed his front of house for Hamilton in New York City on Broadway. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Was Were you in a musical with him? I was never in a musical with him. You seem so uh, ready for that. To be in a musical? Yeah. Like stage character actor. I see no, it. I see no. it. Yes. Oh, I see that it. That is definitely not Jeremy. So, well, hey, before we get too far into this episode, why don't you tell the lovely listeners of the Worship Leader Probs podcast a little bit about our sponsor, Planning Center Online. You got it. You know we love them. Uh, Planning Center. They design software to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. It's a set of seven online applications, and you can subscribe to them individually or use them together as a full church management system. They have software tools that will help you check people into events and classes, receive process and track donations, organize small groups and take attendance. You can centralize everything you need to gain insight into your church members, take online event signups and payments. You can track and approve how and when facilities and resources are used. You can schedule volunteers in any ministry, plan services, and equip your worship team. That makes me tired. Planning Center does all that. Check it out. All of that. Check it out, planning.center. And they're like just the nicest people. They are. Um, Last week, I was at the Worship Together conference. Or was it two weeks ago now? I don't know. This has been a long week. I was sick all week. And so I guess it would have been last weekend. I was at the Worship Together and and Aaron and the Gospel Planning Center were there and they were super awesome. So you guys just need to go use them. You do. They're the best. They're the best. So it's so funny. Last week, we recorded a podcast early because you were going to Mexico on vacation and in the middle of it, we kind of said, you never know what could happen between now and then. <laughs> and uh, so I, we had told you guys we were supposed to go out this week. We were supposed to go hang out and be with the guys over at Planning Center. But it was not in the cards for the Lord. Uh, we, Brian and I both had some, some things happening. I got super sick starting Sunday and had a fever for like five days. And Brian had some things going on. And so yeah, we did not end it. up getting to go. Got to reschedule. Reschedule. Got to reschedule with Planning Center online. Well, dude. Okay. So I was at a worship together conference. Yes. And you got like, we've talked a lot about like experience conference. Cause we're super a part of that. Um, but man, 
I got to say, there is something special about the Worship Together Conference. And this is not the same paid thing. This is just me just kind of going and hanging out. I really, one of the things I really loved about what they do is like their sessions and stuff like that. It's not about names. It's not about like anything else. It was literally just like they would show a quick sponsor video and right into worship without even saying who it was or anything right into the speaker, right back into worship. Like it was just like so much like, let's just come, let's just worship the King. And I'm going to throw this out there. Alex Seely. Okay. The, the pastor of the belonging, uh, she came out and she was wrecking people Mm. with the word of God. Mm. Like she was talking about, it, it was really cool. She was talking about like how as worship leaders, as tech leaders, like, we don't always lead out of the excess of our relationships with Jesus Christ. Mm. And so like, she's like, so what it's like is like, we're, we're, we need to go and we're trying to go to the bank and take out a million dollars when there's nothing in the bank account. You can't do that. Absolutely. So when it's time to make a deposit into the kingdom, when we're leading worship, when we're leading in our, in our tech ministries, if there's nothing in the bank, we have nothing we can give back to people. Mm. And mm. Oh my God, Gosh, man, Absolutely. it was like, yeah, was you could, you could have heard a pin drop. Thanks. That lady was out there yelling and spitting and screaming. She was stinking awesome. And then so cool. You, you, you know, you, you, uh, back that up with Carrie Job and Cody Carnes and like, it was just, yeah. So it was just, it was really good. I would highly suggest if you can figure it out and it's at our boy, Chris McClarney's church. Like, I mean, it's just such a, a, a whole many of good, good worlds coming together at a great conference. And in Franklin, Tennessee, it was just, it was incredible. Sounds like it. Yeah, dude. I wish I could have been there. I wish you were there too. I was only four hours from you. I know that was as close as we've been for some time. Yeah. Like I know I've said this a couple of times, my wife and I are like, we got to figure out a BT fix. I we got to hang out with you in person. It is overrated. It. You always say that, but I don't know that just because you don't like hanging out with yourself. <laughs> oh man. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to, uh, to Genji and the street team for handling the, uh, the Instagram account. Um, you know, I've often told you like everybody got a crazy uncle, right? Uh-huh. You got a, You got one of those uncles that everybody's like, Oh, that's uncle George. Well, oh yeah. That's what the Instagram account can be like at times. And so it can be. To get a a little bit of a break from that was super duper amazing. So just shout out to all you guys. Thank you. And thanks to Jeremy for making and sharing. And yeah, I I, I texted Brian like three days in because uh, I, I, I've been manning it for almost two weeks now. And I texted him like three days in. I was like, bro, I am so sorry. Whatever I can do to help you, let's figure this thing out because it is... <laughs> it's it's like an 800 pound gorilla on your back at all times. It is, man. And it's getting, you know, as the followers grow and thank you all for following. We love you all. We don't take it for granted at all, but we're almost 72,000. You know, that's, oh my gosh. that's, uh, you know, we just hit 50 back in, in uh, May or June. And that's when we did the reveal and all that stuff. And so it's kind of exponential at this point. And man, the questions and there's lots of stuff coming in and we love it all. So keep sending it. Uh, keep sending us your your DMs. Send us your prayer concerns. You got funny planning center declines. Send those to us as well. And yeah. uh, we just love y'all. Oh man, very much so. All right, my man. Why don't we jump into our first segment of the podcast that we like to call prayer concerns? You know, it's funny. A couple of weeks ago, we took a little diversion, and we didn't do prayer concerns. 
we did the best planning center declines that people have had. And the funniest thing is people have loved it. We're like, no, where's my planning center declines this week? <laughs> so we're going to have to need to add that back yeah, into the repertoire. Absolutely. But today we got more prayer concerns for you. And, and prayer concerns, we, you know, we like to say here um, are all of the things that you guys get on your uh, welcome cards in the prayer section that have nothing to do with actual prayer. It's where people <laughs> give you their complaints, tell you everything you're doing wrong. And we've even laughed sometimes. Sometimes they're veiled threats um, that you get on there. And we like to read those here live on the Worship Leader Problems podcast, because let's be honest, it helps the world feel a little bit smaller when you realize you're not the only one dealing with Karen. That's right. <laughs> or Cecil. Or Cecil. Cecil, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so big tasty what do we got this week let's jump in number one prayer concern number one our regular worship leader took the week off and i filled in this was my first time ever leading the team a lady came up to me after service and said you were okay but i missed the other guy oh no 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 come on lady come on karen <laughs> i mean you were okay come on dang all right number two I had an elderly member of our congregation tell me that, quote, God is not deaf. Why do you need to play so loud? Even though I could hear their hearing aid whistling over the top of the band through the entire <laughs> worship set. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be a decibel meter in heaven? Um, I think, I think we'll all, we're all going to be surprised. Do you? I do. It's going to be loud, but like. feel quiet all at the same time. It could, maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe it's like whatever you need it to be. How about Whoa. that? That'd be crazy. That's that like a Burger King worship. <laughs> you can have it your way, baby. You can have it your way, finally. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I'm this dead. is This is number three. I was feeling mentally and physically tired recently from work, becoming a new dad and ministry on top of it. Our pastor told me to take a Sunday off to rest. Our electric guitar and keyboard players stepped up to lead while I was out. When I came back the next Sunday, an elderly lady came up to me and said, I noticed you took the day off last week. You should do that more often. Oh, no. No. <sighs> Speechless. 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 I'm, I won't tell you something. I'm coming back from a weekend off. And yeah. I have full confidence of the team that led while I was away. They did a fantastic job. But if somebody comes up to me and says that, I'm going to drop kick them. I throw punch. Throw punch. The, the, the Scott Longyear patented throw punch. Throw punch. Yep. Absolutely. You have full permission. <laughs> All right, number four. My church does our sound check very close to the time that we begin our service. So sometimes we have members of the congregation sitting in the pews during sound check. I'm the drummer, and when I began to mic check my kick, it was a little too hot in the house. One of our senior saints sitting in the pews made it very clear that it was too loud for him. And my worship leader turned back to him and said, No, you are. <laughs> That is a savage tip of that the cap. Is, that's fantastic. It makes me anxious, and yet I want to hug the person who said that. All at the same time. All at the same time. Just literally all packaged into one. That's right. That's right. Okay, number five. This is the last one, bottom of the pudding cup. Wah, 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 wah. A member said, you got to get rid of that capo. Jimmy Page didn't use a capo. 
<laughs> what was the what was the playing center decline? <laughs> yeah, who's the who's loser, the loser now? now? Capo boy. <laughs> oh man, I kind of want to change my gamer tag on Xbox to Capo Boy. Capo Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, hey, thank you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Props podcast. If you would like us to read your prayer concerns, all you have to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab. And there we have a quick little form you can fill out. We don't ask for your name. We don't ask for your church's name. Uh, it's completely anonymous. So thanks for being a part. So dude, check this out. Super cool moment getting to kind of like has somebody connect the dots to it's okay to let go in worship mm. this last weekend at my church. Mm. So we got this drummer. His name's Tyler. He's fantastic. But I noticed I went and saw him play in his band, right? Outside of the church band. And it was like a completely different drummer. Like he's got long hair and he let his hair hang down and he was hitting the drums hard and he had all this. And I was like, dude, where is that? And he was like, bro, I can't do that in church. And I was like, wait, you can't give the fullness of your talent to God in worship. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, so why are you reserving the best parts of who you are as a drummer for when you're out with the band and not Ooh. giving them to the Lord? Yo, yo, yo. And he was just like, man, I don't, what, and I was like, listen, listen here. I was like, bro, hit the drums hard. I don't care. Like I can, I can adjust for that as an audio guy. Like, but what I'm more concerned about is the fact that you feel like you need to be reserved in your worship of the Lord. We talked about King David and becoming more, I'll even become even more undignified. And I was mm -hmm. like, I said, do me a favor this weekend. I want to, I want you to completely let yourself go. And I want you to get yourself caught up in what God is doing in the moment. And I don't want you to think about anything else other than playing the drums for him and letting out every bit of your emotion for what God's doing. He goes, man, I'll try, I'll try, I'll try it. So first service, I noticed he came out with his hair down mm. and I was like, okay. And he never wears shoes. I love this kid. Like the minute he walks inside of a building, shoes come off and he's always <laughs> barefoot everywhere he goes. <laughs> so he gets up there and he played And then second service. He was just, it was like a completely different person up there. Just letting go nice. for the Lord. Nice. So he comes up to me afterwards. And I was like, man, I'm so, and he, he just hugs me out of nowhere. Mm. And he's like a welder guy, like, you know, like kind of your manly man. And he's like, bro, I haven't cried in worship in years. I've wow. never experienced anything like that. So sent him like a voice text and he was just like, oh, just so you know, that other Tyler, he's gone. Nice. So like, I just nice. want to encourage you guys like, man, don't be afraid to get up there and just let go for the Lord. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, yep. Yep. I don't know, man. It's just, he got to experience the new depth to kind of lay down and get out of his own head and just worship the Lord. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and it made a big difference uh, in, in our weekend set. So I like it. That's a gingy isn't snap. That cool? That's a gingy snap. Let's go. Well, my man, let's get into part oh one of a really good episode. These dudes. From Red Rocks out in Denver, Colorado. Uh, they just celebrate their 15th anniversary. Uh, they're running like 15,000 people oh, over a bunch of campuses. and. God is just really doing some cool stuff out there. I, I love that. Just I saw this last week. They were supposed to have these big prayer nights at all the campuses, and because of snow, they couldn't do it. But they still did an online prayer experience. Mm. You know, like seeing how those are the things that like are the backbone of a church, and that they take that stuff very seriously. So, uh, really excited to bring you episode number one with Tyler and Corey from Red Rocks. Well, the Worship Leader Props Podcast is super excited to have Corey and Tyler from Red Rocks. 
What's hey. up, guys? What's up? How's it going? How you guys so doing awesome. today, man? So awesome. So good. Yeah? Heck yeah. It's like 60 degrees outside right now. Oh, Wait, where at in Colorado are you guys? Denver. Mm-hmm. You're in Denver. Is it 60 degrees? Yeah, it's been like a, a freakish winter. We've had like, I think, two straight weeks of like mid 50s to 60 degree weather. Wow. Oh, wow. I'll trade you. Yeah. <laughs> now, an interesting. So I was in Dallas the last couple of days for the planning meetings for the experience conference. And yesterday when I woke up, it was colder where I live in Florida than it was in Dallas. Wow. Oh, my. Lord's wow. coming back. <laughs> I, he's obviously coming back. That's crazy, dude. Well, it is 38 in Indianapolis. Oh, and I bet it's gray. Buddy. It is gray. It it's is gray. gray. You don't see the sun, right? <laughs> we don't. We don't. For a couple of months, we don't. <laughs> so it was kind of fun as we were kind of chatting here at the beginning. Turns out I, I used to be in a band with Corey's roommate. And so we were telling some fun stories about that that we're not going to go into right now because we don't want to embarrass anybody. <laughs> well, why not? You know? And then, and then, so, and then Tyler is from actually the same hometown Brian's from. I mean, it's just a, it's a crazy time to be alive right now. Rival wow. high schools in very different eras, <laughs> but the same area. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So you guys are at Red Rock Church, right? In Denver, Colorado. Tell us a little bit about the church. It, Cause you guys haven't been around like all that long and stuff. Have you? Oh, you want me to talk? Sure. Mm-hmm. I'll talk. Um, yeah, we've been, I mean, we just celebrated our 15 year anniversary. Wow. That's awesome. So we started 2005 and in about, I guess, 2012, we started this whole multi-site church model. Uh, yeah. And, and we've just been growing ever since. Have so, both of so. you guys been there the whole time? No. I've been here since 2011. Gotcha. And I got here 2016. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. So like, um, what are your guys' roles within the church? Good question. No, <laughs> we're all trying to figure that out. Man. I mean, we're singers, okay? We're singers, <laughs> and, uh, we play guitar, and uh, we we always have tea in our hands. <laughs> skinny jeans, right? Black skinny jeans. Yeah. Um, I'm worship pastor here, which is kind of a new thing for us. So we're 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 in some transition. We're figuring it all out, but um, yeah. So I'm a worship pastor here at Red Rocks. Um, Corey is one of our worship leaders at our Littleton campus, but also um, a huge part of Red Rocks worship and what we're doing with that. Obviously a breakthrough and nobody like you and all kinds of other songs. Which is, just champion. Nobody like you yeah. is my jam. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie about that one. Crush oh. it. Um, we call it nobody likes you here in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> we sing it so many times. We're like, okay, cool. Here we go again. Yeah, we're That's good. funny. We're good. So like, so, uh, Tyler, are you like um, one of the worst? Are you are, the, are you the guy kind of maybe overseeing all the guys at all the campuses? Like a little bit. How's your structure set up? Well, it's great that you asked that because we're literally right now trying to. <laughs> this is like a, this is a two week thing now, so we're in it for two weeks. Uh, no, I don't know. It's weird talking about it like that. I mean, uh, ultimately, yeah, I, I kind of oversee the, the the deal, and we all work together. But we're a team, man. This is collaborative. Yeah. It's how it has to be um, trying to put everybody in their, in like their sweet spots and their right lanes and just letting them run. Mm. Um, Dude, that's awesome. So but he's a yeah. phenomenal leader. He's yeah. super humble, but he's an incredible leader. He's a, uh, he's led from uh, the second chair for a long time. And he just like in the last month was asked to step into the overseer role and he's just crushing it already. So, that's awesome. so let me ask you a little bit because I mean, 
let's multi-site church is like everywhere now. Everybody's a part of it. Everybody's still trying to figure it out. So like, what are you guys thinking through and leaning on? Like, do you guys do like a kind of a pool of songs that all your campuses can pull from? Like, what are you kind of leaning towards on how each campus has their, maybe their own identity or you do not? Is everybody doing the same thing? Like maybe give us a, and I, and I know you haven't maybe potentially landed yet, but maybe sure. even where you're just kind of leaning. Well, so kind of where we've been the last couple of years is um, I think, I think the multi-site thing, you go this way and then you go hard left, you go hard right and then you go hard left. And so we're trying to find the middle ground again. Um, and, and where we've been is like, Hey, everybody do kind of what they want to do. You know, let's, let's throw two red rock songs in there. Um, and then we're also going to speak into the song out of the message. Cause we do worship a little differently. We do most of our worship time after the message. Mm. Dude, I love it so much. Love it. Slash altar time. And so, so the teaching pastor, you know, he or she will really dictate what that song is. Um, but then, you know, for a while it was like, y'all just do whatever you wanted outside of that. Okay. Gotcha. Over the last six, nine months, um, what we've been trying to do is just trying to get back to center, um, making our experience the same at every location. Cause what we were finding oh, wow. was this, this campus had this experience, their strengths are this, but their weaknesses are this. Um, this campus has this experience, their strengths are this and their weaknesses are this. Anyways, it's just a whole bunch of um, people doing double duty mm. when we can actually centralize a lot of things and try to make the whole, um, the whole sum better. And so that's what we've been working on and trying to do. Uh, right now, though, I mean, this year is just a year of intentionality and unity. Um, yeah. So, so just trying really hard to like get all of the worship leaders on the same page and say, here's kind of the heart behind it. Here's why we're doing it. And we're going to do the same thing right now. Yeah. That supports me. Go, go ahead, Brian. How, how many campuses do you have? I was going to ask the same question. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> so we have, we have four here in Denver. And then we have one in Brussels, Belgium. which is oh, That's awesome. <laughs> no, no big deal. Uh, and then we have, <laughs> we have one in Austin, Texas. And then we have, I think, four now. Three? Three. Three God Behind Bars campuses. So in, in the prison. Oh, Fantastic. wow. That's that our favorite, by the way. Wow. It's that's awesome. Just that's got awesome. to do a worship night there. Like, was it like three months ago? Yeah. Wow. And it was not a dry eye in the place. Okay. So oh, for, sure. for our listeners who maybe are not familiar, maybe they know your music, but they don't know a lot about the church. What's, what's a total attendance number look like for Red Rocks over the weekend? You know, um, we around 15,000. Fantastic. Wow. Man, that's, that's awesome. Huge. Wow. That's really cool. Um, do... <laughs> So what, if you, if you wouldn't mind, would each of you like take some time and just tell us like, how did you get into ministry? How did you like, how did you discern your call? Cause like, we have a lot of young people that are listening to our podcast that are like in this process of like, I'm a tech guy. Do I, how do I, how do I, do I just go to full sale? Do I, or I'm a worship leader. Like, do I just go and get a worship degree? You know what I mean? Like, how did you guys like kind of discern your calling? And then how, what did you get some of the things you did to like, kind of get yourself prepared for where you are now? Well, I, you know, um, I, so I wasn't raised in a church. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't around that world. Um, when, when I came into contact with the presence of God, it was, it was this like life changing moment for me. It, it was just so intense. And I think, uh, I think I, I grew like a healthy, sometimes not healthy addiction to church. I just loved it. I loved yeah. being there. I loved I loved leading worship. I loved singing. I loved cleaning. I loved, I just loved being in the building. Um, and I didn't know it at the time, but I think that that was actually like the, 
probably the most um, trajectory shifting things for me is just to be around, be around people that would, uh, you know, be in the, in the sanctuary praying and uh, being around people meeting, I'd be randomly, I had no idea. I'd just be kind of called into these meetings and ask my opinion about things. And slowly after that starts to happen for a year or so, you start to just, it just starts to become a, a piece of you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, for me, it was just that I just fell in love with the church and I, I felt, I felt my real self when I was there versus yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so that's, cer- that certainly helped me with my understanding of like, is this something that I want to do for ever? And yeah, for me, it was. Yeah. So like yeah. real quick, Corey, like when did you like realize like, oh dang, I could sing. And like, how did you get into actually worship leading? You know, some guys are like, you know, I was in a band and all of a sudden they're like, Hey, you sing, come on. Like, kind yeah. of like, how did you actually get into like being a worship leader? Yeah. So singing, I, I actually cannot remember a, a day on this earth where I, I don't haven't sang. I just, I've always sang. I, it feels like matter of fact, I have this really embarrassing story about me in uh, yes. Love first it. grade. <laughs> We were so in my school. We I went to Lone Star, which was in Sepulpa, Oklahoma. Oh yeah, and uh, I was in our music class, and we were singing some song. And some kid couldn't sing, but in my head, I'm like, everybody can sing on dish. Why are you messing? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you dirtbag. So I like apparently I got mad enough at this kid for not like singing on pitch, and I just didn't understand. I shoved him. And got this note stapled to my backpack. My mom was like, Corey, like, some people can't sing on pitch. You know, like you got to be. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I feel like I've been singing my whole life. Um, and then it wasn't until uh, I went to a youth camp. I was 17 years old. I went to a youth camp. And um, I, yeah, I was really, just really, really moved by the music. Uh, really. It, it felt, it felt, uh, it's, it's a weird way of saying it, but I, I remember being in this worship set and it felt like a promise. It, it was like, there's something like very eternal happening right now. Um, and I remember looking at the worship leader and saying, I'm going to do that for the rest of my life. Um, I, 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 I love it. It was some girl, she was leading Firefall down, which come on. Oh my God. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh I actually forgot your question as I've been talking. <laughs> no, I was asking you like, how did you get started? When did you figure out you could sing? And then how did you actually get into leading worship? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, there you go. That's it. Yeah. I, I it was actually, uh, it was that moment I, I got, I just got totally drawn in. And, uh, I, I, I remember my, my parents listened to just garbage music. I won't say any names cause I don't want to down anybody, but it's total garbage. And uh, I, I heard this music for the first time and I was like, oh, I actually love this. What is, what is this? What, like, how can I get more of this? And it was Queen Brook, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> but back in the old, old school days, you know, like Leave Me to the Cross. And, yeah. Oh, oh heck yeah. Yes. You know? So yeah, that's how I got started. I just loved it. Fantastic. Wow. And then how did you get involved like at Red Rocks? Uh, so I went to... After, so shortly after I got saved, I actually went to a Bible college in Springfield, Missouri. And um, it was a really small school. Matter of fact, it's not even a school anymore. Uh, we killed it. So <laughs> crushed it, you know. 
But uh, so I went to this school. It was really small, but for whatever reason, the music program was just bolstered. It, there was a mm. ton of like really good musicians and um, phenomenal worship leaders. And we all kind of formed this guild almost. We just were like, hey, let's, let's, like, let's write music and let's be, let's be good stewards of, of like what we love so much. And so we, we wrote a ton. We recorded a ton. We, we were busting the doors of every church that would let us come in and just nice. um, kind of <laughs> give what we had. And so um, anyway, one, one of the people moved out here to Denver to work at Red Rocks. And she's just a phenomenal manipulator. And she just got all of her friends. <laughs> so now there's, oh there's three gosh. of us from that group that work here now. Uh, four, really, because one of them married the other. So. Golly. That's awesome. It, it's funny how like so many of the stories of like some of the really significant like worship ministries, like when we were talking to Brett Yonker and it's like, well, you know, so me and Christian and so-and-so, like they all grew up together yeah. and like, and now yeah. here they are like leading 65,000 yeah. young adults <laughs> and you know, a big thing, you know, and how many of like the, uh, back in the day, like when new life was the big deal and how all those guys, like the Chris Browns and all those guys were all together and then they all end up at elevation and like, you see what's going on now. And yeah. it's just unbelievable how crazy God takes like these little, like you just go back and like, wait a second, they were all there at one time. Holy moly. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And really like, and I think it brings me back to, sorry to take it deep. I'm, I'm a, take it deep, baby. Let's deep go. Soul. Um, but it actually really makes me thankful for the an, an, anonymity that comes with being like in the, uh, in the holding cell almost, mm. you know, yeah. man, I needed that. And, and we were, we were like, man, we were hot and heavy. We were like, we're like, we are going to make music. Like I, we're going to leave a legacy. It was, we were really intense about it, man, with, with just virtually no maturity with us at the time, but we were really intense about that. And, uh, you know, now we get to actually make music and, and it's on this totally different platform. I mean, just totally different. Um, and so thankful for the time that I spent kind of, I felt being like, the Lord was like, come on, come back. Just chill, chill. I'm going to make you lay down in green pastures for a sec. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sit, yeah. sit down for a sec. So I'm, yeah, really thankful for that. It's just really fun. That's awesome. Fun. That's awesome. All right, dude. You're up next, Tyler. Oh, great. No, wonderful. <laughs> no, um, I tried to follow that up, man. <laughs> I'm from Indiana, Southern Indiana. We don't have big words, okay? I, I'm watching you breathe. There's that. Um, Brian definitely knows about that. Absolutely. I, I oh, yeah. And I know about that from hanging out with Brian. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, honestly, um, I've been told all my life to follow peace. Wherever peace Ooh. is, is where Jesus is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a hundred percent accurate. I don't know. There's probably circumstances where I don't know, but I've been told all my life, follow peace. Um, when I was young, my dad played drums at our church. Um, which kind of got me like interested in music at church. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, because I'm a church kid. I grew up in church. I was rolling yeah. under the pews when I was two years old, you know. Um, then my my dad got real sick, and and a guitar was given to me, and and like I found my peace um, while playing guitar to a Hillsong CD. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was playing with that Hillsong CD for two or three hours a day, every single day in my room. I'm just kind of figuring it out. And then I've turned, you know, 13 and 14. And now I'm like, Oh, I, I got, I, 
I got asked to be a part of the youth group. And so I'm like the little guy that's in the back and I got an amp that's this big. Um, <laughs> nobody can hear me because they didn't mic me up like on purpose. <laughs> got the chord, tri- chord charts right in front of me and I'm just going for it, you know, bar chords all day. And um, Did you ever have the overheads? Uh, well, we did, but that was only big church. We, we didn't get that for youth. We weren't that cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for big church. Oh, Bro, that was big church. Big church. Uh, um, with the orange shag carpet. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and anyways, I don't know. It was just like a, it was just like where I found my solace. You know, my, my dad was super sick, um, um, with cancer for solid three or four years there. And, and, and that's kind of, those were the formative years for me, especially with worship music, with Jesus, with the presence of the Lord. Um, and so I just kind of followed that and, and I would just play and play and play and play. And then, um, you know, playing in youth group and I'll never forget. We had youth group on Wednesday night, Tuesday night beforehand, randomly, um, our youth pastor calls us, Hey, you guys got to come over to our house. We have a big meeting. We have to, we have to talk about some stuff. Okay. I'm 16 years old. And, um, the, the, the our worship leader at the time, and just some things hit the fan. And so they were no longer going to be at our church. And I'm sitting there. The rest of the band was, a, was, like in their eight, they were 18, 19, 20, 21. And here I am, this 16 year old. And I remember my youth pastor, she looked at me, she said, Tyler, you're going to leave worship tomorrow. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I had never sang wow. before. I had never sang before, ever. Not in front of wow. anybody. Maybe to myself, like with the doors shut. You know what I mean? But nobody heard. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I wish I had recordings of that because <laughs> I'm, I just, I know it was so terrible. So, so terrible. But, um, yeah. So I don't know. So I just, next night I led worship at youth and it was terrible. Um, but I just had stopped because that's where I've just been going. You know, I've just been following peace wherever the Lord just kind of opens the door. That's where I've mm-hmm. gone. In fact, being from Evansville or Newburgh, Indiana, I never really thought that I could actually make this a career. I never actually yeah. thought that I could, I could leave Indiana or even live in Indiana, but actually get paid to do this, support my family. Um, yeah. I just didn't think so. You know, I kind of always thought like, Oh, I'll do it for free because I'd still do it for free even now, but, um, I'm always going to have a job, you know, and, and this is just going to be my side thing. This is going to be how I serve my church. Hmm. Um, cause guys don't come out of, you know, small town Indiana to do this, but the Lord's just made ways. I don't really know. I don't really know how to explain it other than he's just made ways. Like my mentor who lived, um, who lived back home for a long time and actually got me started in the youth group and actually got me started with the guitar. He, he had moved out like 10 years um, prior to me coming out here and helped start Red Rocks Church. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So really random. He didn't, here's the deal. He didn't actually come out here to start Red Rocks Church. He came out here to be a worship leader at a church called Abundant Life. And um, long story short, met Scott Brugman, started Red Rocks, whatever. Abundant Life um, actually reached out to us like just a, maybe five, six years ago and asked if we would be interested in maybe, maybe coming in and be, you know, taking their building and become a Red Rocks church. And so, oh, cool. so now Abundant Life, where I played when I was 14 because I came out here and hung out with Todd, is now our, our Vata campus, which is oh, wow. how this all works out. Um, awesome. Again, just following peace, you know? Um, yeah. And then one day, uh, 2010, Todd called me out of the blue and said, Hey man, I, I need you to come out here and, um, sing for us, sing with us, um, for Halloween. I'm like, okay. I just gotten married and like, okay, well, you know, whatever. And so I did. And 
rest is kind of history. So uh, just follow peace, man. Just follow oh, peace. Man. That's the Lord so, will open that's up the right doors. That's, that's such good. a good reminder too. We have a lot of followers of the Instagram account. They're young. And we get these questions all the time, almost every day. Hey, I just was playing. I my pastor knew I played guitar. We had we needed a worship leader, and he walked up to me and said, "You're leading worship this weekend." Yeah. And they're asking us, "What do we do?" So, what a great <laughs> story for them to hang on to. You know, follow peace. Uh, God will open the doors. Be faithful where you're planted, man. Another round of just cool dudes, my guy. I love those guys, man. Yeah, we need to go to Colorado. Yes. I've never been there. What? Mm-mm. Nope. We need to. I would and we uh, need let's to go, go to, with them. We need here's what we need. Here's what we do. We go to Red Rocks. Okay. We go to New Life and hang with our boy John Egan. Okay. Who else have we had from Colorado? Anybody? I don't know. Who knows what'll have happened? <laughs> I should, probably shouldn't say that again. <laughs> Who knows what will have happened by the time we get to Colorado? But yeah, we do. I would love and we it. We need to go hang out with those guys. That was super, super good episode. Well, I just we hope and pray that uh, anything from this episode could help you in your church and in your ministry. Um, we'd love for you, if you think about it, to go to uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Love for you to give us a five-star rating. Make sure you like and subscribe. And uh, man, we're just really thankful for y'all, the Worship Leader Probs Nation. And until next time, see ya. Deuces.